Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. Huge 1-0 victory for Barca against Atletico Madrid. They are an Atletico team that had not lost in La Liga, I think in 13 games in a row. And if memory serves me correct, Barca were actually the last team to beat Atletico in the league. So we were coming up against, you know, probably the team in the most form in La Liga. And I missed last weekend's game against Getafe because I was at Coachella. And so, you know, I'd heard a lot of groans and moans. And I watched the game later and saw how just uninspired we've been, how we haven't scored a goal and you know, two plus games. And this game felt a little bit different. I think we're all frustrated that the scoreline was only 1-0 because there were a lot of crucial chances we could have scored. And of course, a lot of things to be said about Lewandowski, not passing it to Rafinha on that you know 1v2 against Oblak that could have put us up 2-0. And had we drawn or lost the game, you know, there would be uh, people screaming for Lewandowski's head. Seemed like he was in a selfish play there. But besides that, the team overall looked a lot better. And of course, it's no coincidence that Frankie de Jong and Pedri were both back, right? Frankie played a full, what, 75 minutes today. Looked very good. He he proves to be that crucial piece when, you know, we're having a tough time building up from the back like we've had all season. Uh, and rather than just giving long balls vertically up the pitch every time, Frankie's able to drop back, receive the ball, and then break the press, which is, you know, invaluable. And then Pedri, who just came back from injury as well, was able to put in a good 20-minute or so shift. And it just, you know, he just screams as a different level of offensive player in that midfield than anyone else we have. And, you know, of course, preaching to the choir here, talking about how important Frankie de Jong and Pedri are to this team. But it does feel good to see them come in and for us to have a huge close to a statement win in La Liga, right? I think we only need now like 10 or nine more points to officially secure the league title. But to see them come back and have such a dramatic impact is what we've all been hoping for in the last few weeks. I think there's been a lot of moments where we've said, okay, you know, Xavi ball is not looking the best, but we're, we're lacking Dembele, Frankie de Jong, and Pedri, three of our best players. Some people have criticized, you know, whether or not that's a valid excuse considering the club we have, considering we have Baron Torres, Rafinha, Lewandowski, players who we all spent over 50 million euros for and you know there's something to be said on both sides I think but to see Frankie and Pedri come in and immediately make the impact we've all been yearning for was pretty reassuring for me and if you take a look at some of the stats that we have in La Liga I mean they just it strains belief that they're true right uh, an opposition player is yet to uh, score from open play at the Camp Nou after 15 matches. We've only conceded two goals, a penalty versus Espanyol and that Araujo uh, own goal he had against Real Madrid. Uh, and then you take a look at Ter Stegen. This was his 23rd clean sheet in 30 La Liga games so far. Just nine goals conceded in 30 games. He's equaled Claudio Bravo's record in that treble season 2014-15. And, you know, he's only three behind the all-time record for La Liga. And so... As we keep going here, we get another 1-0 victory. I believe it's our 10th 1-0 victory this season. It's close to a record. It has to be. Uh, there's a lot to be left um, for us to see and to enjoy in this Barca team. And I think first and foremost, it's just the finishing that's really, really lacking. And so as we kind of try and figure out, as we head into the offseason, what we need and you know how much Javi has to improve as a coach, the one you know, one credit I give him or the one, I guess, relief I give him from criticism is, you know, our players are just not finishing chances. Lewandowski had two or three good chances that you would have expected a player of his caliber to put away at least one. Rafinha, 
you know, he had a ball fall to him really close to the net that I feel like nine point, you know, 99 out of 100 times that ball is going to the back of the net. And, you know, this time it just went straight to Oblak. And so as much as Javi still has to improve, as much as the team probably needs reinforcements in that right back spot, uh, rather than starting Kunde there every time, because that Kunde-Rafinha connection on the right just really isn't sinking well. You know, we have a bit of a mismatch formation where uh, Balde pushes so far forward on the left side that you really need that right back to stay back and to form a back three. But the, offensively on the right side with Rafinha, it just it feels like without an overlapping fullback to, to assist him and to, to provide a wide option so he can cut inside, uh, you know, Rafinha is a little bit neutered there. But, you know, regardless of those things and the, the structural changes we need to make to the team as we try and compete in Europe next year, the players have to put the ball in the back of the net, right? Uh, I just, I feel like sometimes the, the criticism of this Barca team goes a lot onto Xavi. And, you know, we're marching our way on down to a league title and this win was huge to make me think we're not going to bottle it but the players themselves really need to take some responsibility and practice their finishing and that's the problem we've had for years now right whether it was Griezmann and Suarez uh, in, in their latter years at Barca it's just we, we haven't had players who are consistently able to score Pedri had to pick up a lot of slack you know in January and February this year but he's not going to be the player uh, who I think is going to put it away and so Lewandowski Really, really, you need to see him improve because this World Cup Qatar slump we've been talking about now, I mean, it's April 23rd, right? We're almost four months after that World Cup. And for us to continue to to gripe about his lack of form, it's becoming it's less of a, a, a temporal small time thing and more of a habitual problem. Uh, and, and besides the goal scoring uh, woes we've had up front, I mean, I do think we have to shout out Rafinha. Sure, he could have, you know, finished at least one or not two opportunities and he did get you know, kind of robbed of an easy goal-scoring opportunity from Lewandowski's selfishness, but he had a really good game today. And you see a game where he's not really trying to take players one-on-one-v-one. One one. He's not really trying to attack and stay wide the whole time. And, and that's why I, I, I spoke about, you know, the need for an overlapping right-back option, someone who can be wide for him and, and provide him either an outlet, you know, deep wide or for him to connect in the middle to Lewandowski or to Pedri or Frankie. Um, but he had, a, he had a really good game today, and I thought we saw him put together Given, given the context, given the you know huge match that it was against Atletico Madrid, one of his best performances as a Barca player, 100%. And then Ronald Araujo, I mean, we keep, keep, keep talking about just how phenomenal he is, but at times it just feels like he's a one-man wrecking ball back there. Uh, he was partnered with Marcus Alonso at the beginning of the game. He had some issues. He was subbed out for Eric Garcia, and you know Eric Garcia also looked a little bit rusty and a little bit um, unsure on the ball and, and, and lacking confidence. But Ronald Araujo just gives you so much, so much confidence back there and his ability to, to snuff out opportunities, his ability to you know withstand pressure and to find a good passing outlet and not give away you know huge turnovers in, in our own half. It's just it's, it's amazing. And I think he was by far the man of the match today. So let me know in the comments. Do you think that you know Lewandowski should be benched by Xavi for that selfish shot and his uh, not looking for his teammates? I think... A lot of people are saying it rises to that level, and I think with the form he's had so far the last few months that it might be time to give him a little bit of a break and to uh, to put him on the bench. Although, again, Lewandowski, I'm not exactly sure how he's going to react to that. We, you know, we haven't had that much time in situations like this in his, you know, this season so far under Barca, and so I'm hoping he won't throw a fit or cause any sort of strife in the locker room. Um, but I do think that you know there are some big worrying signs here in selfishness and trying to score a goal. I understand he's only three ahead of Benzema for the Pichichi currently, but it, it it was not a good look for us in a 1-0 game. You know against a, the best team in La Liga on form currently for us to be selfish and to not you know go for an easy goal scoring opportunity. And 
uh, it's not just his lack of finishing that's the problem. You know, he's gotten this freedom under Xavi to kind of be the man to, to drop back to try and help facilitate the ball forward. And his first touch just looks so heavy. And at times it looks like he's not gelling with the rest of our team in a way that, you know, provides a positive. And so I'm, I'm really hoping, and I've been saying it a lot, uh, if you follow my TikTok, Barca Breakdown, I've been talking about it too. Like, I really, really want us to get Vitor Roque this offseason. It's been a long time since Barca have had a young, uh, promising striker on the team who can kind of grow and, and, and us to see him um, get better and better. And so that that's a, a, a off-season transfer I'm really looking forward to. But you take a look at the table now. You know, we're we're marching on here. We're, I think we only need about three more wins for us to officially win this La Liga season. And it's been a real roller coaster. Like I said, I missed the uh, the game at the weekend against Getafe, and I just I saw so many messages on social media about how rough of a time it's been. And you know, it has been definitely difficult with us not scoring very many goals over the last three games. But we sit here, eleven points clear of Real Madrid. Uh, hopefully, we're marching our way through. You know, Real Madrid still have the semifinal against Manchester City in the Champions League, which will undoubtedly cause them to, you know, have to rest certain players at the weekend in La Liga games or to have more fatigue than Barca. And so, again, things are still looking good. Uh, I'm still positive and hoping the team can can close out with a strong La Liga trophy. So let me know in the comments if you have any other thoughts about the game. Thank you all.